Tourist Perspective. 2022 was one of the most tumultuous years for cryptocurrencies since the conception of Bitcoin 15 years ago. Looking at how decentralized financial markets were performing over the last 12 months was like watching the electrocardiogram of a patient being treated for amphetamine addiction. And that, of course, is whether you could even get your head behind how cryptocurrencies work. Without going into the nuts and bolts of the cryptographic techniques that allow people to buy, sell, and trade virtual cash online, the bottom line is that unlike traditional currencies that are underwritten by national governments, cryptos circulate without a monetary authority or central bank. Like all revolutions, however, it brings chaos and opportunity in equal measure. And like all revolutions, it devours its own children. In 2022, we witnessed the collapse of seven cryptocurrency platforms, the most notorious being the bankruptcy of FTX and the arrest of its 30-year-old founder and CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried. In this edition of Paris Perspective, I'm joined by Raphael Bloch, co-founder and editor-in-chief of The Big Whale, a Paris-based publication dedicated to decrypting cryptos, blockchains and all things non-fungible. Raphael, thank you for inviting me to your offices today. Thank you, David. Well, let's start with a brief history of the big whale. What is your mission? Our, our mission is to uh, empower people on Web3. You know that uh, now it's a big subject. We're talking about uh, Bitcoin, NFTs, blockchain. And uh, I was previously working for uh, main media. Uh, I worked for Reuters, also Les Echo and L'Express, and with my co-founders, um, who was working also for a big media, mm -hmm. we decided to launch a truly Web3 company. And uh, our mission, once again, is to uh, enable people to understand uh, what's the Web3 and what's the future is going to be with uh, those uh, engineers and also technologies. Why the big whale? Why the oh, name? It's a, yeah, no, it's a good question. We decided to, to choose the big whale for uh, several reasons. The first one is that um, we usually um, hear that uh, Web3 is like a big ocean of info and uh, people want to understand uh, what's going on in this big ocean. So we decided to, to choose uh, the big whale because mm. we want to be the, the big part in the uh, ocean. The second one is that, um, I mean, a whale in the crypto market is like a, a big financial investor. So it's like a gimmick uh, for a crypto fan. They understand that we are, uh, I mean, deep involved in the crypto space. Mm -hmm. And the third one is um, that, uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, a whale is um, a big, uh, I mean, carbon conservative uh, organism. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are equal um, of a forest. I mean, a whale can uh, yeah, retain uh, something like... Uh, 1,000 trees, I mean, of carbon. So it's a, it's a big footprint. And that's why uh, we want to, uh, I mean, outline the fact that Web3 need to be more uh, ecological. Ecological, indeed. Yes. Because, uh, I mean, with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, yes. one of the main things is the amount of power yes. that it sucks out when yes. you want to go mining for the currency. Now, uh, you're mentioning Web3. This is the next big thing. Uh, but before... You know, I grew up with the very basic web uh, in the in the mid 1990s. Then, of course, we had the dot bomb. Then we had Web 2.0. So Web 3 is the next big thing. Yep. So for me, who's getting an older generation, I would like to ask: But is there a personality profile of people who invest in cryptocurrencies? Yeah, it's it's a really good question, uh, actually. And we have almost uh, 
20,000 subscribers. Uh, it's mostly uh, young generation. When I say young generation, is uh, yeah mostly under 35. But uh, it's also white collar. I mean, people mm -hmm. um, who want to uh, just simply uh, be able to uh, to invest uh, their money in the crypto ecosystem and to invest in the Web3 technology. So it's mostly young and white collar, and also uh, it's mostly uh, men uh, versus women. Even if uh, we can see more and more women uh, involved in the in this space. Now, as an outsider, I mean, you're saying that you have you know white collar people who are investing it, maybe small sums, maybe anything from five percent to ten percent of their salary, mm -hmm. depending how much. There's an expression in English they like having a flutter. That's like taking yeah. a bet. I mean, when I um, first heard of cryptocurrencies and looking into the world of crypto, it reminded me of the concept of Las Vegas casinos with different non-transferable yeah. chips uh, vying to be at the top of the pile with all the gamblers coming in into a desert city that didn't exist and sprung out of nowhere. And that was just there because it exploited Arizona's unregulated gambling laws. Is that a fair comparison? Is this a Wild West adventure? Yeah, no, I see, I see your point. But actually, and I mean this space uh, for six or seven years, mm. uh, it was the case uh, going back, uh, I mean, in 2016 or even 17. But, mm -hmm. you know, right now it's not a casino or Las Vegas. Uh, you're right um, in the way that, yeah, it's a new space with no rules, but actually uh, in Europe and also in the US or in Asia, uh, countries and yeah, governments are working on legislation. So it's not a, a no uh, rules land. Um, so you have legislation, you have also legit uh, uh, investors, mm -hmm. also companies, startups, you know, in Europe, you have a lot of unicorns. So it's not. Um, it's no more a casino, and it's not only a matter of. Uh, uh, I mean, individuals investing uh, in this in this space. Now, uh, indeed, um, you know, 2022 really kind of highlighted that you know, crypto Eldorado does not guarantee success for everyone, mm. uh, as the industry is so very interconnected. Mm. I mean, there have been domino effects, you know, and this happens in any financial market when people yeah. panic buy or yeah. panic Remember sell. 2008. Exactly. Yes. Everybody wanted to get their cash and even be it virtual or real. Now, when FTX hit that brick wall with liquidity issues mm. and collapsed in November, there were consequences for, I think it's 20,000 plus 22,000, I think is the latest count of how many cryptocurrencies are actually in circulation, mm. who saw yeah. all of their, it means anything from 19 yeah. to 22, yeah. they rise and fall. Yeah. It's a hard one yeah. to keep a track of. But most of their value plummeted. Has it rebound since three months yes, ago? Yes, yes. And uh, you know why? Uh, it's simply because uh, FTX was uh, only a fraud. I mean, obviously, it had an impact on the market, but it's uh, yeah, only a matter of a fraud of a man. So obviously, it had an impact on other companies. And uh, in the last two days, Genesis also, uh, I mean, um, go bankrupt. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are under the uh, 11 chapter in the US. So it had a big impact. But on the market, people know uh, that it's only a matter of fraud. So they didn't leave the market. They just sold a part of their investments, but they know that it's going to be, uh, I mean, in the next year or maybe in the next two or three years, mm. uh, you're going to see again uh, like a bull market. So uh, 
that's right. It was a bear market. It was yes. a kind of a sleeping bear yes. market yes. Uh, that was uh, over the last uh, 12 months. But this brings me to the question. As an investor, how do you know how to trust or who to trust in, yes. the, in, a, in a crypto world that's becoming more crowded by yes. uh, big players? Just maybe uh, one, uh, one precision. Uh, so I'm a journalist. Mm -hmm. I have only uh, 3,000 uh, euros of uh, crypto. It's Bitcoin and Ethereum. Mm -hmm. And yeah, at the big well, we don't invest mm -hmm. in the crypto space because we want to be uh, independent and we want to keep our yeah, independence mm -hmm. to, uh, to write on uh, whatever we want. And yeah, it's a really good question. Um, we know that in the crypto space, it's really hard to know uh, who you can rely on. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, there are so many companies, projects, uh, which are telling I mean, people on Twitter, on the um, yeah, social networks that, that they shouldn't miss I mean, the next big thing. Um, and it's why we launched the big whale. Yeah. It's not to be, I mean, uh, the sheriff uh, in the far west, but <laughs> it's only to, to give uh, neutral and accurate info mm -hmm. on projects and also exchange uh, and companies. Now, you, you brought it up in the beginning there that, you know, Web3 uh, is really looking to become much more carbon neutral, mm -hmm. is really looking into environment to get rid of data centers to make yeah. sure that the, the data crunching mm. capacity isn't going to be sucking uh, the electricity out of the grid. But um, the, the other thing that kind of comes to mind is, you know, the next big thing, as you're saying, the, what is the next big thing? One of the things that came on the radar in my book last year was mm. NFTs. Yes. Now, personally, I just got a giggle out of the title. <laughs> this is the non-fungible tokens. But to be honest, for an old hack like me, no. uh, at, a first, at a first glance or a virtual glance, um, it looked like the equivalent of the emperor's new clothes. Mm. Am I being completely wrong and too cynical of what the next big thing is going to be. Are non-fungible tokens going to be yeah. a real, tangible thing, yeah, even yeah. though they're non-tangible? Yeah. yeah, no. Um, on this point, um, I disagree for, uh, one si well, yeah, for one simple reason, mm. is that um, obviously NFTs are not um, a revolution in the way that they, are not ch yeah, they will not change the world. Mm. But... Uh, I'm deeply convinced and at the Big Whale, we launched our uh, own mm. NFT collection, mm. so 2022 uh, whales, mm. um, because uh, it can, I mean, yeah, it allows us to create a new relationship uh, with the community, um, with the subscribers. Uh, we can interact with them. We can push info through the NFTs. Um, so, yeah, it will not change the world. But it will change um, the economical uh, landscape. It will also uh, allow companies to uh, to change their business. So in yeah, in this way, I think that yeah, it could be uh, uh, the next big thing. But is this essentially just another way of investing money and hoping that it will appreciate? Yeah, no, it's not only a, a new way of investing. It's also a new way of connecting uh, mm. people uh, on. Um, yeah, in changing, uh, yeah, uh, information, uh, also um, services and uh, and so on. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's a big thing in the way that uh, you know, in Europe, many companies are working on those um, uh, NFTs mm -hmm. uh, because they know that in the future uh, it will be, um, yeah, a big game changer for them uh, and um, yeah, nice tool to interact with their customers. Now, 
again, I'm going back to analog and old yeah. school, where you say, okay, people, if they want to have, if they want to have a long-term investment, there are tax breaks in it, they can invest mm. in art. Yeah. At least if you buy artwork, you can hang it on your wall. Yeah. NFTs. I think there was a guy who bought the first SMS yes. that was ever sent. How do you handle the first tweet? Oh, the first tweet. So how do you use this as a kind of a, yeah, a, yeah. a, um, a, a centerpiece for your uh, collection? No, it's, a, it's, a, it's an excellent, excellent question. Uh, to be honest, I don't have so many uh, NFTs mm. and they are very uh, cheap. Uh, but yeah, you know that art in the history mm. uh, has evolved a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, um, I really like, I mean, uh, the traditional uh, painting and, uh, and so on. We have the Louvre mm -hmm. uh, in Paris with so many uh, beautiful things. So uh, the physical art is very important, but you can't, uh, I mean, only go through um, the digital art by saying, okay, no, it's only... Uh, um, a fashion, uh, yeah. it will pass a away, fad, yeah. Yeah, fad in one or two years. No, no. You have, uh, I mean, truly artists um, who are working on NFTs and they can put on the wall uh, their creation. Uh, it could be a, a paint, uh, also a draw. Um, so it's, I mean, art is always evolving. Mm. It's okay. So it's going to be evolving, you think, yes, exponentially yes. in Web3. Yes. Yes, yes, of course. Now, um, it's a the, new way of creating. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a new way. Well, I mean, you, you, you're talking about how Web3 is going to be evolving. And you did bring up there that it's not the Wild West. It's not Arizona in the 1940s and 50s where the casinos were all coming in. Um, but, you know, it, it is like, you know, with stock markets, with horse racing, you know, once you get your head around the intricacies of the system, taking a bet on a currency that could appreciate by 1,000% mm, yeah. must be like catnip for gamblers. I mean, is it addictive? Have there been any casualties that you've encountered? Yeah. No, um, you're right on this point. Mm. Uh, we know that many people are addicts on mm. uh, crypto, but you know this is the same on gaming, gambling. Mm. Um, but, I mean, in a bear market, it's quite different. Mm. Uh, people had invested a lot of money. Some of them lost a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Others, um, I mean, win, yeah. won a lot of money. And uh, it's financial markets. Uh, I don't know if you saw that uh, Meta, Google, Amazon um, dropped something like 40, 50, 60% uh, in Wall Street. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a strange period uh, in the way that uh, markets are um, very, um, I mean, very disturbing. Uh, volatile. Yeah, volatile. It's yeah. very hard yeah. to know uh, what's going to be, uh, I mean, Wall Street or the Bitcoin, the Bitcoin price in the next six months. So, Well, it, it, it kind of brings me back to the, uh, the, the 17th century, the tulip craze that yes, went on in, yes. in, uh, in the Netherlands. Yes. Uh, over it's the, always... Uh, you uh, never know. The space of three, four years where everybody yeah. was buying everything just for even a cost of a bulb yeah. of tulips. And then it just completely collapsed. But um, with anything, and you said one of the key things as well that has attracted people to cryptocurrency mm. and NFTs is the being freed from the shackles of a centralized authority. But in or as an unregulated currency, what are the implications for hiding criminal assets mm. through cryptos, yeah. arms trade, drugs, human trafficking, even? Yeah. Like there are obviously plenty of opportunities that can be yeah. exploited by criminals here. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to say that um, 
Of course, um, you can find, uh, I mean, criminals and others uh, in the crypto space because, yeah, you can use uh, crypto to uh, uh, laundering uh, money to uh, with ransomware. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you can uh, hack a company and ask for uh, Bitcoin or other uh, crypto. And, yeah, it could be a good way. But I need to say that, I mean, the best way to launder m money mm -hmm. is to use cash. Yeah. Physical okay. cash. Still is. Yes, of yeah. course. And uh, I mean, numbers are very clear on uh, this, uh, this topic. Uh, the best way to launder money is to use cash. It's not to use crypto because you can find uh, who received uh, the money with the blockchain. So it's, I mean, it's not the best idea yeah. uh, to, uh, to use crypto to, uh, to hack a company or to uh, launder money. I w this, I mean, bringing into this is a, the, 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 the blockchain word. Now, just to explain, um, you know, not wanting again to go to the nuts and bolts, mm. blockchains are the backbone of cryptos. And yep. essentially, if I might, they're basically like an open ledger yep. uh, that prevent people from spending what their acquisitions are twice. Mm -hmm. um, but as with everything, the whole heart of a blockchain is to make sure that it's unhackable and that it's secure. Yes. Are they unhackable? <laughs> Good question. Uh, Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin was created in uh, 2009, so mm. it's almost 15 years, mm -hmm. um, as you said pre previously. Uh, zero. I mean, no hack. Really? In, yeah, but that, is no that just hack. because of Bitcoin itself, the way that was structured, no, 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 or no. the other cryptocurrencies? No, 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 no. You know, we are talking about hack, but it's not on the blockchain. Mm. It's on the exchange. Okay. I mean, you can take every cases. Mm. Uh, Mongox in 2014. Uh, you can take uh, Quadriga. You can take... I mean, all the main cases mm -hmm. are not on blockchain and crypto. It's on uh, the middleman. Gotcha. It's the, the exchange. Yeah. yeah, the broker. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the pain point in this industry. Um, you don't have, uh, I mean, the authority mm -hmm. and, uh, I mean, the government to uh, save you when uh, you are in the mess. So, um, it's yeah, it's, it rely on exchange, so on the middleman. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, the, the weak point in this industry. Gotcha. This now brings me to uh, the whole concept of regulation. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that France is looking to put through regulation. Yeah. Europe is looking to put yeah. through regulation. Uh, there's the setting up of maybe a French, but the Chinese have refused to have any cryptocurrency unless they're going to build it themselves. Yeah, they are officially refused. Officially refused. You know that they are mining. In the... Gotcha. Yeah. Now, you've got places like, the, I think El Salvador was the first country to ever actually say that uh -huh. crypto can be a legal tender yep. in the country. Yep. You also see an explosion in Africa because fintech and yes. I think Web3 is going to be huge in Africa. Yes. But you have states such as the Central African Republic that are really getting behind this. Yes. Who do you trust in this market? And will the investors in an unregulated market actually have the same amount of trust in a regulated market, be it European, Central American or West African? It's a... Uh I think that this, yeah, this is one of the main questions for uh, this ecosystem. Uh, and yeah, um, we are talking about the Web3 ecosystem, but there are, I mean, three, four, maybe five uh, Web3 ecosystems. Mm. We can find one in Asia, also one in Africa, one in Europe. Uh, there are different legislation, different uh, uh, companies, uh, different paradigm. Mm -hmm. um, so... It's hard to, to say um, which one uh, you should um, trust That's and in which one you should invest. 
But it's like a competition. You have collaboration between companies in Africa and Europe, uh, um, South America. I went to uh, Argentina. Mm -hmm. I spent uh, two weeks in Buenos Aires. Uh, it was really amazing to see how uh, Argentinians um, are using crypto. It's really different from Europe. Yeah. In Europe, it's more for investments. Yeah. Uh, in Africa or South America, it's more for banking people yeah. Yeah. because you know that half, yeah, half of the Argentinians um, have no bank accounts. Yeah. And it's, same in Africa, the bank charges exactly. are so high that exactly. people just go exactly. forget it. Yeah. It's only for rich people. So yeah. they are using crypto to bank themselves and uh, it's very interesting to see how it works yeah. in Europe, in Ireland, yeah. uh, in England, in Germany. We have banks. Yeah. We have big banks. We have a strong financial system. So it's it's not using in the same way. It's more for investments, for a sovereign um, identity, sovereign control of your wealth. So it's quite different. So, I mean, and in, in developing economies, it's, it could be very much business to business, person to person yes. as well. Yes. I mean, I know from... Uh, um, in East Africa, they have a system called M-Pesa. Yes, M-Pesa, right? yeah, M -Pesa, I know M -Pesa, Which yeah. we, we used all the time when I used to live there. You'd be able to send it from, and if you were yeah. in the middle of the Serengeti, yeah. you'd be able to send it to your friend and in Arusha. Very efficient, yeah. Exactly. And then there was a big deal where, oh, they're setting up a similar thing in Europe about two years ago. And I was like, this has existed in Africa since yeah. 2009. Uh, so it's, it's quite interesting to see that yeah. the, the bigger economies are also catching up to the, I don't know, the more clued in uh, emerging economies because they could see the opportunity. And indeed, this is what I would like to end our conversation on today is how you see the opportunities or cryptocurrencies evolving over the next 10 years. That's a big, that's a long <laughs> distance to look. Wow. But what do you think that we can expect in the next five to 10 years? Yeah, uh, I think that we can expect a massive adoption. Um, I don't know if you are familiar with uh, the internet uh, curve adoption, but it's very, very interesting to see uh, how it's similar uh, I mean, back in the 90s, mm -hmm. um, I don't want to, yeah, to be inaccurate, but I think that it was something like uh, 250 millions of mm -hmm. people in 1997 mm -hmm. uh, that were using Internet. And it's probably the same for the crypto. And yeah, and um, yeah, I'm sure that in the next year, so I can't give a number, but I'm sure that, yeah, this... Adoption, yeah, curve adoption mm -hmm. will be the same. So probably in the yeah in ten years we're gonna see yeah massive adoption with probably billions yeah. of users, especially um, in Africa, Asia, and South America. Because I think that yeah Europe um, will maybe miss. Uh, the train yeah. by over-regulating uh, the ecosystem. One, one could say that the internet curve adoption in France was quite low because of yeah, Minitel. Yes, exactly, yes. that's the old, uh, the old adage. Yes, yes, yes. Well, let's see indeed. So it is um, going to be a roller coaster ride and we'll see if that internet curve adoption is the same as uh, it was um, over the, well, the first 10 years of yes. internet uh, in its inception. Um, Raphael Bloch, co-founder and editor-in-chief of The Big Whale, thank you for speaking me you so to much. me today on Paris and thank you for logging on as always you can get our uh, back catalogue of Paris Perspective on rfienglish.com forward slash podcasts and indeed wherever you get your podcasts talk to you soon